I've worked with hundreds of women entrepreneurs to help them market their businesses. Behind their businesses, they all have stories to tell. Whether it's battling mommy guilt, starting a business after being fired from a six-figure job, or realizing they needed to pivot and forge an uncharted path, they've all experienced something on their journey to success. I'm one of these women too, and I'm here to share our stories on Bright Girls in Business. What's up, everybody? It is Chanel Yarber of Bright Girl Media. I am the Bright Girl and the host of the Bright Girls in Business show. And we are back another Wednesday, just like I promised you last Wednesday, we will be back. And this week, I have not one, but two guests. This is my first time interviewing two people. So, you know, I'm feeling a little fancy, a little snazzy today. And I have two guests here, and we're going to talk about why women need to get fit in order to be fabulous. And so I want to introduce you to Ms. Markeisha Johnson and Dr. Terrilyn Scott Winfield. So I'm going to give you a little background on who they are and why they're qualified to talk about this topic. So starting with Dr. Terrilyn Scott Winfield, she is a gastroenterologist, and I said that and I did not stutter. So look at that. She is a gastroenterologist. Enterologist, and then I stuttered after I said that, right? <laughs> Here in Plano, Texas, she received her medical degree from Baylor College of Medicine, and she's been practicing medicine for over 20 years. She is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Tauro Omega Chapter, where she serves passionately as the chairwoman for the Fit and Fabulous Women's Health Expo. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. And then we have Miss Markeisha Johnson, who is also a member of the Tauro Omega chapter, where she currently serves as president. She also serves on numerous other committees, and she serves all across the doggone, everywhere, everywhere I see her, okay? Like, she is, <laughs> she is busy at work, always serving her community. And she also, uh, you know, has, a, of course, a corporate job where she's been for, what, over 25 years? 23. 23 years. She's been um, in telecommunications. And so we want to welcome Miss Johnson to the show, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited. So y'all know I've talked about this before on the show. I'm a proud member <laughs> of AKA, too. So just to see my sisters here in pink and green is, you know, giving me a little, little love, some feels. So... I want to hop right into our topic because we're talking about being fit, being fabulous. Uh, women's health is something that's passionate or I'm passionate about personally because I've had my own health challenges along the way. Um, I've had cancer scare. I have had PCOS. I have had mental health, you know, issue. I've had all types of stuff going on with me. So, um, you know, going into the pandemic or now I guess they're kind of saying we're coming out of the pandemic. However, whatever, during the pandemic, <laughs> we saw so many health disparities that were going on in our community and especially with women of color, um, people of color in general. So um, Dr. Terrilyn, why does it seem like the black community is always on the negative end of the spectrum when it comes to, to health care or health disparities? So a lot of it had to do with not only access to care, but also using care. Um, so with the pandemic, 
it really did show a lot of the health disparities. One thing, unfortunately, that kind of was an underlying um, issue was the fact that we have such a large amount of um, weight problems in our community. So some of the very initial studies that came out in the beginning of the pandemic showed that patients who had more hospitalizations and deaths from the virus, coronavirus, was due to their weight and weight-related complications like hypertension and diabetes. Wow. That, that brings me, when you were saying that, it brought me to a point. I was talking to someone um, just about two days ago, and we were just talking about um, some of the stigmas that were going on during the pandemic. You know, people were afraid to be immunized. People were saying that it was fake or 5G. They were saying all these different things. It was all these <laughs> weird conspiracy theories going around. And uh, my friend was saying that he lost one of his very close friends but the guy was like a bodybuilder. So he was like, you know, buff and fit. And he was like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. I take my vitamins and I work out. And the guy succumbed to. So there are a lot of different things that will lead to or can contribute to someone having a poor outcome. And so it's something they don't even know about. But as far as having underlying uh, diseases like diabetes, hypertension, but then there's unknowns too. And so it could be asthma. It could be something that we even know about. So, But the majority of the young people who unfortunately succumb to COVID, they had something to do with their underlying health or wait. I saw so many Facebook posts or on social media, I should say, where you'll see some young guy who was like in his 30s and 20s. And I, I was looking at this and categorically, that was something that was common with all of them. And so just if you look at the data from the CDC and the WHO, um, black women have 58% obesity rate in this country. Whoa. And that parallels our young girls who young black girls are around 28%. Um, with men, it's a little bit less, but that is something that is driving a lot of our health problems. And for that reason, about four years ago, I did training to become board certified in obesity medicine as well as GI. Nice. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. What, what does obesity medicine look like? So that is going to be really trying to understand all of the inputs that leads to someone's weight one thing that it's not is just calories in and calories out. It has to do with your genetics. Um, if your grandmother and mother had weight, you probably gonna have weight too. It has to do with your access to food as a child. Um, if you had an issue with not having enough food and having security, that's an increased risk of having weight later on in life. Um, some patients who um, had poor choices, they, they come from a background that's poor, so they were only able to eat you know, fast food or things that prepared, access to exercise. If you're living in an in a area where you couldn't go outside and play, you're going to be inside of the safer, not getting exercise as a kid. Um, there's so many things. And so in our, our evaluations, we start at birth. When was the first time you had a problem with your weight? And we calculated throughout their entire life trying to figure out. Another thing in women, and black women in particular, with pregnancy, we tend to gain more during pregnancy and then not lose it. Mm -hmm. um, so there's so many different factors that lead to it. Wow. I'm, I'm listening to all these factors and I'm like, okay, check, check, <laughs> check, check. It just seems like we're almost set up 
I don't, I don't want to say to fail, but it kind of sounds like we're set up to fail socioeconomically. Like, like that kind of triggers a lot of the health issues or the obesity down the line. Potentially, however, with getting understanding of what those factors are, you can try to overcome them. So uh, understanding that what your triggers are. I have some patients who didn't realize that as a child, because they had food insecurity, that they learned that, oh, whenever I have food, I have to eat it all. Mm. And so they developed binge eating. But then when they were older and they got to a place where they had abundance of food, that, that, that pattern still was there and couldn't stop eating. And so we talk about these things and we're able to try to shed light on it. So instead of just existing, you have some introspection, some understanding to be able to change. Because the whole idea is having hope and change. If you have hope, you can do the emotional labor to change. And that's going to be the executive labor. I like that. I like that. That's, that's really insightful. I don't hear people talk about weight management or health management in that way. So um, I know for me, I was skinny my whole life. Like my friends used to call me stick stickly when I was a kid. I was super skinny. Like feed me all the cornbread and greens because I was that skinny. Um, and then as I got older, just out of nowhere, it seemed like I just one day woke up fat or something like <laughs> That sounds bad. Like, I literally feel like I went to bed one day and I woke up the next day and I was like, where did all this weight come from? And I didn't realize how much hormones and stress have to do with weight. It wasn't that I was just eating so much or being lazy or laying around or anything, you know, all the things that people try to tell you. It was that I was having serious hormone issues and imbalances and that just triggered the weight. And then with stress and all of that stuff, it just made it harder and harder for me to... Um, to deal with. So ladies, if you're watching this, make sure you're watching your stress levels because when your cortisol goes up, it, it, it helps you to hold on to weight because your body is like, well, I can actually you know. explain that. So Go ahead. Whenever, Tell people because no, I don't know whenever what I'm talking you, about. Whenever you're chronically <laughs> stressed, okay, yes. that increases your cortisol level. So your cortisol is just like prednisone. Prednisone is an um, anti-inflammatory hormone that we use to treat inflammation, and if taken for a long period of time, it can lead to weight gain. So if your natural prednisone hormone is elevated due to chronic stress, it can cause you to gain weight because of that input. So that's part of the puzzle. So, you know, being as black women, we're chronically stressed, right? Carrying the weight of the world on us, basically. And so that will contribute. But there are other things, too, like sleep and, you know, getting um, the right amount of exercise and a lot of different things. So there's so many inputs. The most important thing to know is that if someone tells you, oh, eat less, move more, it's way more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. It definitely is, because I was doing that, and it was like, the scale was like, huh, yeah, <laughs> huh, no. <laughs> but that being said, too, it's also important to know that, you know, the studies on, like, uh, bio, um, biomechanics, biometrics for women, you can't, you, you might know about the um, BMI, the mm -hmm. um, biomechanics, so those don't, I'm not the same for every demographic. By that I mean, black women actually 
we should shift or should be, be I don't want to say judged, but should be measured on a slightly different BMI scale than um, Asian uh, women or even um, Caucasian women because of our natural, um, our, our body types, we have more muscle. And so um, in general, we say that the BMI cutoff for the general population is 30 as starting with obesity. For us, it's actually 31. Conversely, for Asian patients, because they have a smaller frame, you shift the BMI about five points down. So if you have someone who's Asian and their BMI is 25, they're probably having obesity. Wow. And so that's part of like the training when you do an obesity medicine um, fellowship or you do the training like I did um, just outside of fellowship. You learn these different things and that way you can take the knowledge and tailor it to what that patient needs. Well, somebody needs to tell my doctors that because I just came from the doctor. I did my annuals. I always do, you know, I go to my gynae and I go to my uh, primary care and, and my endocrinologist. This lady asked me, do you want me to put you on some diet pills? And I'm sitting here like, am I, am I that big? Like, why are you trying to put me on diet pills? So does everybody, do all the doctors know this? And I'm asking, like, for me, because I feel like sometimes we go and... Part of the reason why our community, back to your original point, may not feel comfortable going to the doctor or may, you know, just not want to go mm -hmm. is because either they feel like they're getting false information, there is distrust. Like, where where is this knowledge being shared and where is it coming from? And how do how do we break down that stigma to get us to to bridge the gap there? That's a really loaded question. So most primary care, so I have to say, and so all physicians are treating obesity, but we're not all doing a good job of it. Either you are trying to prevent it, you're treating um, obesity, trying to help someone to lose weight, or you trying to prevent regain. Okay, so most primary care doctors are trying to prevent it, but once someone already has obesity, and it's a, it's a medical condition, right? Um, that it takes a lot more effort than you can get into a 15-minute visit with your PCP. So if you really want to get help, it's important to see someone who is specialized in that because that way they can give you the attention that you need to figure out how to get to the space. Okay, that's a good answer. Thank you. <laughs> so I want to shift because, uh, Marquisha, you've been real quiet over here. I want to, you know, lob a question over to you. So... We're here because we're really um, talking about fit and fabulous, which we're gonna we're gonna shift to that shortly, and you'll learn a little bit about what the Fit and Fabulous Health Expo is. Um, but women's health and health in general has always been a big push um, from our sorority. And so, what ways has our chapter historically engaged with with some of the health initiatives? Well, first, let me say I had to be quiet because I've always been taught if you can't say amen, you got to say ouch. And so I've been a plus size all my life. And so I'm, I'm taking in from Dr. Terrell, and thank you for this information. Um, but since its inception, Tara Omega historically has been an advocate for women's health. Uh, we have participated in Relay for Life several occasions, raising funds for cancer research. Uh, we partnered with NAMI uh, to raise awareness for mental health um, and, and wellness. Um, and also, we had a partnership for eight years with the American Heart Association 
participating in their Pinko's Red campaign for women, uh, donating funds, hosting yoga parties and Zumba dance parties and line dance parties, also having panel discussions for women to learn about heart disease and stroke prevention. Uh, Just this year, as it relates to the pandemic, we had a vaccination drive. We partnered with St. Luke Baptist Church And we had a vaccination drive where you could come and get your COVID vaccination, your booster, the flu shot. Um, And we've also provided free free mammograms and breast cancer screenings for uninsured and underinsured women. We partnered with Sisters Network as well as Solace Mammography to provide that. And if I can give a shameless plug, this Friday we will be at Kendra Scott Jewelry. We will be there from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Preston Center, and we'll be uh, raising funds, partnering with them to provide those free mammograms. And so Tyra Omega has been on the forefront for the past almost 30 years, uh, being an advocate for women's health. Uh, We are an organization of women, and in order to uh, continue in our professions and in our personal lives, we have to be healthy. And so, um, you know, we're blessed to have several medical professionals, such as Dr. Terrellin, who are members of our chapter as well as our organization. And so it's very important uh, that our mental, physical well-being um, is taken care of because um, we can't serve the community if we can't be, if we're not healthy. We can't serve others. You know, our, our administration for the next two years under my leadership is helping others pursue excellence. And so we have to pursue excellence in our health and well-being as well. I love that. I, you just rattled off all these things, and I've been a part of them, right? And I'm like, man, we yeah, we do this, we do that. We, <laughs> Absolutely. We, we did do this. We did do this. Absolutely. And I will honestly say, since being a member, um, just by being in the midst of all of this stuff, it has raised my awareness. And then, like you said, being around, you know, Dr. Terrellin and other doctors that are in our chapter and just talking about um, women's health, I went and got my first mammogram this year. Yay. Yes. I was so nervous, y'all. I was like, oh, Lord, they about to, like, what they about to do to and, me? And that's one of the things that we have to do. We have to share um, because, like you said, you know, a lot of women, when I went to go get my first one years back, they were like, oh, it hurts. It's this. It's mm-hmm. that. And then when you go experience it, it's not like that. And so, you know, being someone who had fibroids, I dealt with fibroids, you know, I always encourage people, if you're having that issue, come talk to me. Let me share with you what happened to me, what I went through, the, the, the things I dealt with. And so, we do have to share. That's a part of what Fit and Fabulous is. We're sharing information to educate people. You know, it's not scary to go to the doctor. It's not scary to go checked out. It's it's good preventive care. It's good self-care. And so, you know, congratulations on your first memo. Um, but, but we, as women, we have to take care of our bodies because, as she said, you know, we deal with a lot of stress, especially black women, mm-hmm. um, professional black women. You know, I work um, in IT in a male-dominated industry. And so... Um, as a black female, I don't see myself that much. And so, you know, you carry that in your work and then it spills over into the sorority. We have the stresses of, you know, raising funds. We want to provide for the community. We have to be there for our sisters because we have sisters who need us as well. And so Dr. Terrellin is actually my doctor. I have another doctor who's in our chapter that is my doctor. And so, you know, I just appreciate that you're having this conversation to let others know, you know, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Go get yourself checked. Yeah, for real. I I love that because I remember early on, I think I was about 17, I had my first uh, well-woman exam, and it was a a man. 
okay? It was a man that did it. And I was just so freaked out and squeamish. And it, I mean, like it hurt to me. And I remember him telling me, that don't hurt. Hmm. But how do you know? How do you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you know? And so from that point on, I had determined in my in my mind and in my life, my all my doctors right now today are black women. Because I need somebody that I can look to, that I can talk to, that I can say, hey, sis, look, this, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. And somebody can feel me back and understand that I'm not just making something up out of the sky. So I want to... There's actually science behind that. Um, it is documented that... Patients receive better care when their physician looks like them. Mm. Mm. So I can't tell you how many black women that I see because they want to see me. And I think it has a lot to do with comfort. It has a lot to do with um, shared cultural background and Mm -hmm. understanding. And so um, if they're, you know, unfortunately... Um, as far as the medical field, it's only about 3% African-American. And then, so you, you have to like find us, but we're here and we're here ready to, to serve our community. So if you're able to find someone who's black, then I recommend going forward. And then also in our, in our, in our community, we have tons of them. So. Yeah, I I search y'all out, my my dermatologist, my gynecologist, like everybody that touches this body <laughs> looks like me, okay? Like we have real candid conversations. I go in there with my gynecologist and we, I mean, we chop it up like I'm talking to y'all or anybody else. I go to my derm. I saw my dermatologist on the golf course a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. Like wow. we have real relationships and they know me and I ask questions because you know, so many times I know in my own body, you know your body, mm-hmm. right? We, you live in this thing every day. This is who you are. And then to have somebody tell you, oh, that don't hurt, or that's not this, or that's not mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, I think it can cause, this is in my mind. I don't know if you have some statistics behind this, uh-huh. Dr. Terrell, but <laughs> it may cause more issues because what you're telling somebody is to ignore how you feel. So, you know, how do you, how do you speak to women about, um, just being aware of themselves and, and them being in their body and seeing signs or signals that things might be off. Well, well to uh, turn a different phrase, if you see something, say something. If you feel something, say something. And it's mm-hmm. better to ask the question and have your fears or concerns explained or allayed than to not because you're scared of the response that you'll get. Um, one thing um, I want to do, um, plug as well, so at the Fit and Fabs Expo, we have uh, several panels of only black doctors, black male doctors, female cardiologists, neurologists, uh, plastic surgeons, gynecologists. And so it's also an opportunity um, to be able to see someone like you and ask questions in a informal environment. I love that. That makes me excited. So I, I want to shift. Let's talk about Fit and Fabulous. Let's talk about let's, the event. That's what let's, we're here to talk about. Let's, let's. So let's talk about the event. So sure. why why is this event, this particular event, because it's, it's what, our third year? Our third year. Yes, it's our third year doing third annual. it. Um, we had a, a couple hiccups. Well, I ain't gonna even say hiccups because the, the virtual event was fabulous. Yes, I watched it. Was. It was fabulous. Yes. We had a talk show. Damn. Yeah, we had a real live talk show. We got some video to show y'all about this little, you know, the event that we had. So we had it in person. And then we had to shift during the pandemic yes. to, you know, doing it virtually so that we could still serve our community. So, yes, you can see the video, the 2021. Um, look, at, look at them looking all fabulous up there. So 
why is this event so important now? Either so, of you. I, you want to start? Sure, I'll start. <laughs> um, the reason why it's important now is because we're back in person. Uh, so most of us, uh, many of us, if not all, have PTSD from the pandemic. Mm. And so, you know, it's important for us to get back on the right track and to move forward in the post-pandemic era. You know, for me, I know, you know, there have been losses and gains mm-hmm. in the pandemic, and that affects your mental. And and not only your mental, but your physical as well. Some have gained weight, some have lost weight, some have gained through marriage and birth, some have lost through death. And so, you know, we want to make sure that our community knows that they can be healthy, they can be fit, they can be fabulous even in the post-pandemic era, right? And so when they come to the expo, we want to educate, we want to inform, we want to encourage. And just as Dr. Terrellin said, you'll see people who look like you. You'll see people who speak the same language as you and can break it down. And, you know, she has the medical terms, but then she'll always say, and that means X, Y, and Z. And that's important. So we want to provide that as Tarot Omega Chapter to our communities. You know, we're in Carrollton, Louisville, Coppell. That's the community we serve. But anyone can come in the DFW area and get this knowledge so we can erase the stigma of fear as it relates to our bodies. I love that. That just was good. That, I mean, like, that's it. She said it. She wrapped my it drop. up. Yeah, my <laughs> So, Terrilyn, you you're the chair. Yes. I mean, and listen, y'all, she she might be a little reserved right now, but she gets she real hype over this fit and fabulous. This is her thing. Look at her. This Look is my pa- <laughs> this is a passion project for me. It is. Um, I've always wanted to be a part of an event like this and just to see things coming together. Um, it's it's um, educate educational, but also entertainment edutainment. Um, not only do we have our wonderful panels on mental health, on brain health, as far as preventing dementia. We have a very robust cardiovascular program where you will be able to learn how to do hands-only CPR. We have Mm. this, um, it's awesome. And um, we also have a Black Women's Health Matters panel where we have a gynecologist, infertility specialist, a black female bariatric surgeon, and then Dallas's only black female plastic surgeon. Wow. You're talking about my doctor. Girl, I'm talking. (laughs) So the idea is is to be healthy. What? Inside and out. So the inside is the fit. The outside is the fabulous, right? Um, In addition, we um, are going to be giving uh, out free flu vaccines and free COVID boosters, Pfizer and Moderna, okay? Um, We have also, in an effort to uplift our community, we have partnered with a number of vendors that are Black-owned and Black-female-owned for health products, nutrition, uh, fitness. And so it's an opportunity for us to come together, to come back together after the pandemic. We did have our first event in 2019. That was awesome. And so we pivoted away, and now we're going to pivot back to being touching and agreeing, being together and, and being able to enjoy this opportunity. 
So and, when, then, uh, and and also on a on a personal level, uh, we will also have a panel speaking about domestic violence awareness. One of our own members of Taro Omega Chapter, Zena Williams, was a victim of domestic violence. She lost her life. Her family was impacted, and so we uh, we honor her memory. We have a scholarship in her name which you can donate to now. And we're going to honor her memory through a domestic violence panel as well as a self-defense class at Fit and Fabulous. I, y'all, I am so excited. I don't I don't like... <laughs> I'm so excited to hear all of this. I know it's going on. I'm on the committee too, so whatever. I know that it's going <laughs> on. But as y'all are telling me, I'm like, yes, yes. Because how many times and how many spaces, safe spaces do we have to come together, coalesce, talk about our health, talk about us. Like, your health really is your wealth. If your body goes down, it don't matter how much money you got. Trust me. You have nothing. If you don't feel good, if you, I mean, mental health. You talked about mental health. You talked about physical health, heart health. You talked about, you talked about plastic surgery. <laughs> you talk, I mean, like the whole woman. Like, where can you go and get all of this good information and, and for be free. supported? For, for, for free. It's free. For free. For it free is free. 99. And, and that is through the generous, generous sponsorships by Blue Cross Blue Shield Texas, the C. Roman Medical Society, as well as Core Vascular Services. Um, and we just today got one from BlackHealthMatters.com. So we are really just uh, rocking and rolling. Ooh, this just makes me so proud. I'm so, I'm so proud. And I'm going to say this on air. I'm so proud of you because yes. you, yes, yes. you, because yes. you take on these projects and you really put your whole foot, your whole leg, your whole hip and your booty in it. So you <laughs> do. Hip, leg, and booty. Yeah, the whole thing. Dance? Hey. You put the whole <laughs> thing in there. And so I'm proud of you. I'm excited to see what's going to happen and to participate and you know, get my fit and fabulous on. So when is the event and where is the event? The event is Saturday, September 29th. October. October. What did I say? You said September. It's oh, October. Lord, that had passed. October 29th, <laughs> excuse me, from 10 until 2. However, we have our third annual Walk This Way mm -hmm. with AKA starting at 930. And that's going to feature Girl Trek. Yes. Girl Trek is a national movement to get African-American women walking to help their health. I love it. I walk every morning, every single morning. I, this year in January, I set the intention and I said, I want to be the type of person that wakes up early mm -hmm. and exercises daily. That was my intent. I said, I want to be that person. I didn't say I want to do it. I said, I want to be the person. <laughs> you got you to you put the words out there the right way. That was my intention. I want to be the person that wakes up early and exercises daily. And y'all, I've been, I've been exercising daily. I just got off of a 30-day challenge with my neighbors. We uh -huh. did 30 days of two. We exercised two times a day. Wow. Two yes. days. We wow. did two a days. We did two a days. One time um, had to be outside. It was forty five minutes each. Mm -hmm. um, no, we did no sugar, no fried foods, no alcohol. Oh Lord, I didn't drink wine or nothing for a month. Um, How do you feel right oh now? Oh my God! Right? Like my fabulous. body. She feels yes, fabulous. Like that, absolutely fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> like when I put on some pants that was screaming. Mm -hmm. Before and then this time they was like, yes, girl. Okay. See? You know, that made me feel fabulous. So when you are fit, you are even more fabulous. Absolutely. There you go. So 
Before we wrap up, I always love to go down my top five questions. They don't know what I'm about to ask. Oh my. Them now. Okay. We're gonna have some fun. Y'all trust Absolutely. me. This is this is uh, a okay. sisterly engagement. Yes, we are sisters. I trust you. Yes, I that, trust you. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's trust, trust, trust. So I'm gonna ask the same question of both of you. And y'all just jump in and just answer whatever the first thing that comes to your mind is. We're going to roll. All right? So my first question is, if you had to go back to a certain age, what would it be and why? I'll answer first. I love these type questions. Love. If I had to go back to a certain age, I would go back to 13. Okay. Why? Why would I go back to 13? I don't want to go back to be a newborn because I don't want to uh, learn how to walk and all that again. I don't want to go back to uh, being an early adult because um, I want to go back to a time where I had no responsibility. Um, I had no uh, obligation. I want to go back to a time where I was free um, as a teenager to, um, to identify who I was going to be as an adult. Um, not necessarily that I would change anything, but I'd like to relive those days where all I had to do was go to school. All I had to do was be a good daughter. All I had to do, you know, was go to Sunday school and church. Shout out to my church back home. Mm-hmm. All I had to do uh, was was be in my space because I feel like when I was that age, I wanted to be an adult. And now that I'm an adult, um, I can look back and I don't appreciate, I, I can't even appreciate the teenage time because I was rushing it. Mm. And so that's why I would start at 13. So I would, I could take my time and enjoy my teen years. I like that. That's good. Cause I just told my mama that adulting is ghetto and she signed me up. <laughs> so I, I told her that two days ago. I, like, I don't appreciate you signing. She said, I didn't sign you. I said, yes, you did. When you had me <laughs> in 82, you signed me up that 20 years later, I would have to Absolutely. pay bills for the rest of my life. Oh my Absolutely. goodness. That's funny. It's ghetto. Wait. You know, I'm not going to say 13. Okay. Because um, you're looking at a geek and a nerd. And so that was hard during that time. So I didn't really like blossom into myself and confidence until I was like in college and medical school. Uh, Just a thought medical school is probably the best time in your medical career because you have the prestige, but you don't have all of the possibilities. And so I was. Dr. Terrellin to be, but then I didn't have to write all these orders and be on call and stuff. So I think like somewhere between like college, being pre-med and like medical school, I do like where I am now because back then I was paying, wasn't getting paid, but I liked, I was on my own and learning a lot and learned so much and training. And so I would go back to like 21 to about 25. Not because I was cuter and snatched then, because I was, but it was more so. <laughs> I was. I really Keep was. It was put out. Now I have these kids. But it was more so that it was just so many possibilities popping up every day, learning things. And I really enjoyed that. I love it. So if you're 25, 20, what you say, 21? 21 to 25 mm-hmm. and you're watching this, savor the moment. That's mm-hmm. what she's telling you. Savor the moment. So my next question is, you've had a stressful week. You know, everything has fallen apart at work. Everything is blowing up, right? You get home. What's your go-to thing to decompress? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. All honesty. Okay. Guilty pleasure. 
I like to watch TV when I'm trying to relax. This is mindless, okay? So, like, you know, Criminal Mind re- reruns. I love, like, watching Hoarders or, like, watching, um, you know, like, Snapped or something because it's just interesting because they have a lot of things going on as far as, like, psychiatric things. And then playing Two Dots because it's also mindless. Because I, from the time I get up in the morning, 7.30 until, like, 5.30, making decisions do this and do this and I have to be clear. So I like to do things that are just, oh, I made a four, a circle of, you know, a square of four. I get to get some points. Or, oh, look at Shamar Moore. Yeah, he's looking good still. And so that's like my thing. I love it. Mindless entertainment. Mindless entertainment. I love it. Well, everybody who knows me knows I love music. And so for me, um, the end of a stressful day or a week, would be no lights, candles, um, and music choice. And so I'll turn on either the smooth jazz channel or the regular jazz channel or a throwback R&B, maybe soul, but it's just music, darkness, candles. And um, that's how I get my inspiration for a lot of the production I do uh, for the sorority. But that unwinds me. Music speaks to me. Um, it allows me to clear my thoughts and it allows me to plan properly. And um, once I get about an hour or two of that, I'm ready to go. I love it. I love it. Next, what is your all-time favorite vacation spot? Oh, Vegas. That's, oh, that's easy. Vegas? Easy. Okay. Easy. All right. Vegas, Vegas, it's funny, but Vegas relaxes me. Hmm. I, I go to Vegas to relax. Um, you know, I know everybody's slots, shopping, Grand Canyon shows, been there, done that. But um, I love to go to Vegas to relax. Okay. That's good. You know, so I haven't been there since I was a kid. And even Me then, neither. I was in the hotel because the parents were out, you yeah, know, gambling. Same. So I don't know that I have one place, but I will tell you my best trip ever. And that was before the pandemic. My husband is half Ghanaian, and so we accompanied his dad and aunt, my whole family, all my girls, my husband, went to Ghana for two weeks. Oh, nice. Best trip ever. Nice. Because I was so far removed from work that he couldn't call me because I was across the pond. Yes. And then, um, and just being around, you know, our people, and just like, and, you know, the food, the sights, the sounds. We went all over the country. Went to Cape Coast Castle, saw the Dordogne Return, went to Elamina Castle, um, just saw all our people and got a whole bunch of dresses made. Just like, it, just, it was just like being there. And also, our family had a family house there. So, cooking meals for my kids. I love to cook, but when I'm coming home from work, I don't want to cook. I want to just like, what y'all eat, you know? So, it was just being away yes. and being immersed in like that, that our culture. That's beautiful. Nice. That sounds like a good trip. Okay. Do either of you have any weird talents? Talents. Um, what is a weird talent? I don't know. Y'all so, tell me what it is. So it's, <laughs> I, I'm not sure it's a weird talent, but um, when I was in medical school, living my best life, right? So I had a rotation that was pretty easy. I got out like maybe like at three in the afternoon, so it was nice. So that's when I started taking belly dance uh, classes. <laughs> oh, so I belly danced for about 20 years. I had to stop after I had kids. It was not happening, but I danced um, regularly, like weekly. I had a restaurant gig. 
Um, I danced in other countries. Um, I didn't stop. And I've officially retired uh, this year where I finally sold all my costumes and stuff because I wasn't able to do it anymore. Um, but that's something that consumed a lot of my time for about 20 years. I just learned. <laughs> I knew I, that about did her. You? Yes. I did you? I did not know yes. this. I still me? have some skills because it's in you. Once you do it for so long, if I hear the music, I can break a little dance out. So we should have like a girl. I was about to dance. say, can you teach me? I, I watch belly dancers and like even hula dancers and stuff. And I'm like, how are they moving these hips and everything? Like, can you? Can you? Can you do <laughs> no, the first thing you gotta do is do a little shimmy. It's the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. Just shimmy. Do a little shimmy. Just a little shimmy. Shimmy. Y'all! Yeah, we got, okay. We're gonna take this one offline. You're gonna have to teach me because, okay. you know, that might, that might come in handy sometime. <laughs> it might. Do you have a weird talent? I do not have a weird talent. I'm, I'm a plain Jane. You know, I'm just a musician, vocalist. Okay, so no, that's your talent. No weird talent, but that's my talent. Okay, music and I'm a singer, singing. songwriter, musician. Okay. All right, I, I guess I'll take that. It ain't <laughs> belly dancing, though. I got too much belly for that. And here's my final question for the win. Okay. Okay, you've been given $100,000, but you have to choose between hiring a cosmetic surgeon to craft your perfect body or... Hiring Beyonce's personal trainer. Which one do you choose and why? <laughs> so you've been giving $100,000 to hire a personal trainer. Hire either Beyonce's trainer mm-hmm. or... A cosmetic a surgeon to craft your perfect body. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've already talked to... You know, I had tw- twins, right? Yes. So, and I've already talked to a surgeon. It doesn't cost that much. So I'm going to say I will hire the surgeon and pocket the extra something else. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Hey, it works. It works. Where, where you going? What you it's doing? not hard to guess what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. I'll take cosmetic surgery for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, I ain't working out. I don't care if it is Beyonce's trainer. Well, because I mean, what she—I mean, she has more than a trainer. She has her chef, and okay, she has everything well, else, yeah. and her, her, you know, her kids, nannies, and stuff. So the training is—that's something that you can do. But for the surgery, you know, yeah, I'll—I'll I'll get that and pocket the extra, okay, okay. for that All vacation right. to Ghana again. Maybe I don't know. You know, I, thanks for that's a, both of those. Thanks for those perspectives. Because in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, if I could like train with her trainer and I look like her, then. You know, but I, I like to take the hard road sometimes. Anyway, mm. So I want to thank y'all again for being here. Thank y'all for coming and sharing. Y'all shared a lot of knowledge. It was a lot of jewelry that was dropped off at this table today. So many gems just sprinkled all over the place. So thank y'all for joining us. Um, if you are here in the Dallas area, I need to see you Saturday, October 29th. At what time? So it's going to be at 10 o'clock for the main show. But if you want to come and get your workout with Walk This Way with AKA, that's going to be at 930. And 
Also, if you register, you get a swag bag, and our swag bags are legendary. legendary. They are legendary. legendary. Listen, last year, I had people from Houston, Florida, Georgia saying, I want my swag bag, so register today. Yeah, I still got some of my stuff from my swag bag, and I use it. Like I, I'm like yes. using it sparingly because I'm like, oh, I'm coming to the end of this, and I don't want to use all of that. But it's, it's going to be some great products in there. Great panels, great information, just a great time. So come join us. It is free. We will be at the Hilton Garden in <laughs> Louisville um, at the at one twenty one uh, seven eighty six one twenty one State Highway. You got to be there. It's gonna be awesome. And then just go to uh, fitandfabexpo.com to get more information. Absolutely. If you want to be a community partner, um, please reach out to us. If you would like to be a community partner with Tauro Omega Chapter, go to our website, www.akatro.org. We would love to partner with you. Thanks, ladies. Come on, y'all. So next week, I will be back. Y'all know every Wednesday I am here at 6 live i love to interact with y'all i love to see y'all i love all the comments so if you like this video i need y'all to go ahead and comment share it with another woman that you know that needs you know a little encouragement on the health side get your little exercise partners together y'all watch the video all over again and learn and show up at the expo next wednesday i will have another person on Miss Chanticleer Devell. She is a comedian. She is a author, a speaker. She is a community partner who uses humor to inform and to engage the community. And we are going to be talking about all things comedy, as well as her triumph over being a stroke. She's she's not a stroke victim. She says she's a stroke victor. So we are going to talk to her next week. So be here at six p.m. Don't be late. We'll be great, and we'll see you next week on the Bright Girls in Business show. Build a brand that grows your business. Let Bright Girl Media take the guesswork out of marketing your business. Our team is dedicated to helping you build a brand that is so powerful, it woos your ideal clients. We offer custom website development, email marketing, social media marketing, and more. With membership subscriptions as low as $39 per month, we have solutions for every budget. Let's create a plan of action to make sure your business wins. Visit us at brightgirl.media to learn how we can empower you to reach your goals.